you know, you have a service that you can call at any given time. Which blows my mind, and by the way. And people are still drinking and how, driving. You want to take the risk on that guy? It makes no sense. So and how, it's, it's selfish, frankly. You're listening to the New Jersey Guys podcast. Talking all things sports. By the fans. For the fans. And now your starting lineup. Chris Swenderman and Dan Tantillo. Hey everyone, how you doing? Welcome back to another episode of the New Jersey Guys Sportscast. Myself, Chris Swenderman, alongside for me, my buddy Dan Tantillo. Danny, what's going on? What is up, Chris? You are playing injured this week. A little Let's bit. I'm everybody. a little bit under the weather, but uh, you know this is something that's very important to me, so I wasn't going to miss this. Listen, you, just like uh, you like Tom Brady, you like Tom Brady of podcasts. I am. You're just a champ. You're, you're going to push through it, no matter what. No matter what, fighting through. Jordan, you know, with the flu. Danny with the fever, but you're here. But I'm here. Look at you, and just I'm having fun, through. and it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a good show. Um, something that we normally do is the Mets minute. Not much going on this week in Mets land. Uh, they won three straight. That's kind of cool. That's a called a winning streak. Yeah, you may not know what that is. Um, I figured. That I'd... being said, <laughs> they're nine and a half games back in the division. They're but... nine back in the wild card. They have the Cubs, the Nationals, and the Dodgers coming up. <laughs> this stretch will determine Ooh. the season officially. I'm already, it's canceled for me. Wow. The season's over for me. But this actually, I think, statistically might be the dagger. But you did get Cespedes for the rest of us back. Yeah, that's exciting. So, I mean, and he had a good game on his first game back. But yeah. No sign of Mr. Rosario yet from uh, their AAA club. That's right. It's mm. interesting. Yeah. Keep letting Cabrera play short. I'm sure that'll work out great for you. <laughs> He's doing so well at it right but now. I will say I was pretty excited after seeing that Aaron Judge home run. Now, if you guys don't know, oh. Aaron Judge hit a 495-foot home run. The longest since they began tracking them. Yeah, if you're familiar with Yankee Stadium, it cleared the bleachers and almost hit the wall of retired numbers. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah, The only thing I've ever seen close to that is I went to the All-Star game at the old Yankee Stadium the last year before sure. I closed. Yeah. And um, uh, Hamilton for the Texas Josh Rangers, Hamilton. Josh yeah. Hamilton, was putting on a display in the second round of, of, of the, the Home Run, run Derby. Derby. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I He was just uncorking shots. I have never seen anything like that. Judge I, Hamilton pals in comparison yeah. to um well yeah well that's pro- judge. that's because judge was, was during an actual game and he's well, getting right. he's facing he's facing you know 80 90 miles an hour instead of the 70 that you're getting from well did you also derby. see that they had they clocked him his outgoing speed friday night no a home run he hit friday night was clocked at 121 miles an hour <laughs> The rate of speed out of That's from the time you, it hits the bat to the time it, it goes out of the stadium. Think man, about that. Whoever caught that ball, I'm sure they've got a nice bruise on their hands. You know what? That's a stinger. It would be worth it. it oh, 100%. I, I, I would catch that man. But I got to be honest. Judge is like taking the New York market by storm. I would. The kid is just doing everything right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, the way he handles himself. I mean, his play. He's He leads in three different categories right now. Yeah. In Major League Baseball, batting average, um, RBIs, and home runs. We like to call that the triple crown, right? I I don't want to. I listen. I'm not even talking about whether he could do it over a full season. Nor do I care. I'm having fun being a Yankee fan right now, yeah. watching that. Yeah. Every time he comes to a plate, it's like 
It's exciting. Like you literally stop what you're doing and watch this kid yeah, bat because sure. something's gonna happen. Yeah, especially if you have like the game on in the background or something. As soon as you hear the announcer say that judge is up, your eyes are glued to that TV. It's exciting so far, man. It's really fun. And I'm happy for you because I'm clearly not gonna be happy this baseball season. So, so my is one of us. Yeah, exactly. And listen, I'm really if if we're talking about New favorite superstars. Judge is definitely high on my list right now. I yeah. mean, he's just phenomenal. I really, I really love the play, but I love his demeanor. I love watching his interviews. Yeah, he really handles the publicity really, really well. Like he's a seasoned veteran. Yeah, and, and I think the Yankees needed somebody like that. Oh, absolutely. After Jeter. Yeah, yeah, because they don't really have anybody. I, I mean, they have players who can speak to the media, mm-hmm. but not like that. No, so, totally. You know, it's it's gonna be exciting to talk about him over the next you know couple months. Um, and, and what he does. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, so something else that happened over the weekend was the Pittsburgh Penguins winning the Stanley Cup. Ugh. Um, what's interesting, and I didn't realize that it's been this long, that they're the first yeah. team since the mid-90s to win back-to-back. Yep. There's been a lot of, I mean, you know, Chicago Blackhawks have... You know, won a, a few Stanley Cups over the over the last couple of years, but not it was never consecutively. Um. I, I watched a lot of this because I was really excited. I liked Nashville in this series. Um, it just seemed like a scrappy team that like anybody yeah. that's not a hockey fan would be rooting for that team. And, of course, I got to see Carrie Underwood because she's married to Mike Fisher. Oh, yeah. The defenseman. So she was at the game. So you got to see her every so often, which is nice. It's I mean, nice, it's, especially since football season's over and you're not getting the uh, the Sunday night football song. Although she's not even coming back for that. Really? Who they Hank, w- Hank Williams is coming back. No. Or maybe, or maybe just for Monday night football. Oh, I hope she's coming back. Oh, yeah, because all yeah. my friends are here for Monday night. So, never mind. <laughs> um, so, False yeah. False alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, um, so they, they won again. Um, they won the Stanley Cup. And I've got to say, I'm not even the biggest hockey fan in the world, but the Stanley Cup is the coolest trophy that anybody could win. I I love it. I, I'm, I'm a huge hockey fan. I live and breathe for it. Um, you know, even though, you know, my team, the Rangers weren't even close to in it watching Pittsburgh and, you know, Nashville, the two best teams. Um, is that what, like, were they clearly the two best teams this season? You know what? Nashville kind of came on late. Okay. Pittsburgh is a perennial winner, obviously. Yeah. And they won back to back, but you know, when you have Crosby, Malkin and, um, you know, some other great players that they have on their team, you're just you're kind of expected to go deep into the playoffs. Sure. So to watch Pittsburgh versus Nashville, really enjoyed it. But by and large, I I, I am – every time that cup comes out, no matter who picks it up first, no matter what captain goes and meets up Commissioner Gary Bettman and picks that up, I'm in awe. Yeah. I love that trophy. And I think if there was any trophy that I could win out of all the sports, if you told me, hey, you can win a championship, you can get a ring, yeah, absolutely – not even close to Stanley Cup. Yeah, and I think what a lot of people don't realize, especially if you're not hockey fans, is that they don't make a new Stanley Cup every year. No. It's given to the team, and they have they have that trophy until the next team wins. Right. Which I think is so freaking cool. Yeah, and players in the offseason get to take the Stanley Cup for a day. Yeah. And they get to take it wherever they want. Wherever they want. I mean... Like, um, I've seen the Stanley Cup just because... Right, you know, when the Devils won, guys around the area were taking right. it around, and you were able to see it. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, it it really is one of those things that it's just when you see it up close, you're just like, whoa. But going back to what you said about if you were to win a championship, 
If you were to ask me that five years ago, maybe 10, it would have been the Super Bowl not even a question. And football is my favorite sport out of the majors. But as a 26-year-old, if I could win one championship, this may surprise you, I think I'd win the Masters. You want to put on that green jacket, don't you? I just think that 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 is the epitome of an individual accomplishment. I think like if you're able to play that course, which is you know damn near impossible, and right. I'm not a good golfer. Let's just put that out on the table. I shoot in like the the 90s. I mean, listen, you're not you're not that bad. I've golfed with you. Yeah. So it's you're not. You're, but I'm not. But I'm not. Right. You know, I'm not shooting around par. Sure. So if you win that tournament with all the history behind it, with you know, just the the recognition of okay, you've played Augusta, and you're the Masters, and just the whole ceremony of putting on the jacket from the previous winner. I think for me, especially because I still golf now, I think that if I had to pick a championship, it might be the Masters. Maybe I could one day. Maybe I could aspire to be a caddy at Augusta. Yeah. It's crazy, like just some of the rules that they have just to even like go there. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to go and watch the Masters. I've known people that have gone and said it's amazing experience. I've never seen a golf event, though. And I do want to see a golf event. Yeah. But I feel like the Masters is so, like, strict and I'd get in trouble. I feel like it's not made for people like us. I would take my phone out, like, just to check the time and I'd get kicked out. Somebody would smack it out of your hand. Right. But, um, yeah, I think I would win the Masters just because I think that is the, the best single achievement. I guess if you want to say the Olympics, too. But for me, I'm... I can relate to golf more than any of the right. individual Olympic events, but it's it's interesting. Again, like five years ago, I would have said the Super Bowl. Yeah, I would. I mean, there's nothing I would want more than to to be on the ice and have you know a play a teammate hand me over that cup and be able to skate around with yeah. it over my head. That that has been a dream since I was a kid, and especially since the amount of people that have held that trophy. Right. It goes all the way back to the beginning of hockey. Right. I mean, and you know, the original six and I mean, it, that is a drink to hold, to hoist that. Yeah. Is, it was always just something, a marvel to watch. Either that, the only thing that comes close to me in my mind for winning a championship and that this wasn't even the moment because this wasn't a championship moment, but the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team. Yeah. And the Do You Believe in Miracles. That wasn't when they won it, but right. that that moment i mean that's just yeah again but it goes back to hockey for me so. right it always comes back to hockey for chris it really does but i i definitely get that sense of olympic and winning for your country there's probably not a better feeling that they have. that's got yeah that's i, I wouldn't cool. know what it felt like obviously but i can't even imagine just oh i won gold for the united states of america that's amazing exactly um but, oh, go ahead. yeah no so we have we have something cool that we're doing the next month. We do. We're giving away free stuff now. Yes, we are. We we're are like now getting, at the level. We're, we're like getting important now. We, we got like free stuff to give away. Look, look at that. And we're moving up in the world. Yeah, what we're giving away is Beats by Dre headphones from the New Jersey Guys podcast and New Jersey 101.5. So this is what you got to do. You go to nj1015.com backslash contests, right? Find the box for the episode number of my podcast. So this is episode 10 of the New Jersey Guys, right? And you're going to enter a code for your chance to win. Now, this week's code for us is SPORTSBALL. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-B-A-L-L. Again, go to nj1015.com slash contest. Look for episode 10 of the New Jersey Guys podcast and enter to win. And we'll also be giving away more chances 
throughout all the other podcasts, including Speaking Millennial, Forever 39, and The Jim Gerhardt Show. All right, what we're going to do is take a quick break. We're going to reset, and we'll be right back on the New Jersey Guys podcast right here on NJ1015.com. This is what they're looking for. Learn, laugh, stay informed. Podcasts from New Jersey 101.5. The Jim Gerhardt Podcast. He's talking Jersey again. You say that's an exaggeration. No, it's not. Forever 39. Jim Xers living in the Great Garden State. I'm very interested to see what people have to say. Available now from the New Jersey 101.5 app, iTunes, and Google Play. And we're back here on the New Jersey Guys podcast talking all things sports. And uh, this is something that really caught your attention when you, when you brought it up. And I honestly didn't even know that something like this was happening. I'm very excited about this. Um, if you've ever seen ESPN, they have these uh, movies. They call the 30 for 30. Some of them have been absolutely phenomenal. If you're a sports fan, you need to watch these. I mean, these are some really great films on some really interesting stories in sports. Cover, I mean, covering every sport. Yeah. You know, under the sun. But this week, they're having ones uh, called the Celtics Lakers, the best of enemy. It's actually it's a two part series. Oh, and growing up as a Celtics fan, there was, I mean, the rivalry between these two, you know, it's East Coast, West Coast, you know, Bird versus Magic, you know, Boston versus Showtime. I mean, it, there was there was nothing like it. And I'm really interested to see what this uh, two-part series is going to be like. So, so I didn't grow up in the era. Um, would you say that the rivalry was more Celtics-Lakers or more Magic Bird? No, I would say it's the full T because, I mean, these were rivalry. I mean, you know, in Bo- you know, for Boston fans, it was, you know, it was always the chant. I could always remember even as a kid, beat L.A. Yeah. You know, uh, and, you know, and in L.A., it was, it was showtime. It was yeah. all about Showtime. Yeah. It was Magic. It was Worthy. It was Kareem. You know, I mean, they had some amazing players. Yeah. So I, I think it was more the best. These were as close to the dynasty teams as you can imagine. Sure. It wasn't just, I mean, Magic and Bird always seemed to highlight the, the battles. Naturally, because they're the two. Right. But there were so many more players to that. I yeah. mean, that you know, on the Celtics, it was McHale, it was Ainge, it was Parrish, sure. you know, Dennis Johnson. Yeah, but th- there was there was so much magic to that rivalry. It, there was there was just something more about watching those two go at it than any other two teams. And this is really before Jordan came into his own or before Jordan had a team around him. Sure. So he was just kind of coming into his own. So they're really... The, watching these teams was special. So we decided to talk a little bit about your favorite sports rivalries. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, you have to say Yankees-Red Sox, whether you're a fan of either of the two teams. Whenever those two are facing each other, it's... 100%. As a Yankee fan, I'm I'm up. When they're playing the Red Sox, yeah. like, like I get pumped. Like, I get, like there's a three-game uh, you know, series coming. I'm I'm getting ready. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I want to make sure I'm watching it somehow, some way. Um what else would you say? I would say Dallas Giants. Yeah, Dallas Giants or Dallas Eagles. Um, Even Dallas Redskins. Yeah, it's, see, the thing is with oh. us is that it's mostly Cowboys, Redskins to the rest of the country, I would say. Right. But because we're smack in the middle of New Jersey, True. you have New York and Philly. Right. And, you know, if you had to tell me what two teams do you hate the most in sports, it's the Giants and the Eagles. And it's not close. Yeah. Um, yeah. For you, it's probably the Red Sox. Well, yeah, I would say Red Sox, Giants, Eagles all, yeah. all in a row. Yeah. Um, and then after that, yeah. Hmm. And I don't think that there is a football rivalry that can compare to that unless... What about Jets-Patriots? 
Yeah, but the Jets have been irrelevant recently. Well, yeah. So I guess for for my generation, and this yeah, is going to be something. This is going to be a little bit different. I say Brady Manning, not necessarily Ooh, okay. Colts Patriots, because he ended really, his career with right, Denver, and that's right. what those matchups were all about. Right. Because of the way that the schedule works, where if you're in first place, you're playing all the first place teams in your division. It was always the Patriots right. and the Colts in True. first place. So no matter what, you would see them at least play once in the regular season and probably in the postseason. So yeah, with those, it I was just see that. it was amazing because I think well now Brady's the greatest quarterback ever, but I do think that he was the greatest postseason quarterback ever a little while back. Where I think Peyton Manning is the greatest regular season quarterback ever. So to see those go back and forth, that was right. always interesting. Another interesting one for me, and I'm not even a big basketball fan, but UNC Duke is pretty cool. And the reason oh, absolutely. I, the reason I say that is because it doesn't matter if Duke is ranked number two and North Carolina nope. isn't ranked. Nope. It doesn't matter because those two bring it whenever oh, they face each other. I mean, it is a you know, whether you I would tell anybody who hasn't watched college basketball who says it's not fun or I'm not really into it, watch UNC Duke game. Yeah. And then tell me that's not fun. Yeah. I mean, sure. they they battle it out, and I have a lot of friends, a lot of friends who are UNC fans. Yeah, and that what you know when they're playing Duke for because, sure. I mean, I mean, and people go crazy. They're camping outside of the right. arena. They're those fans are nuts. And for me, also, um, as someone who follows the University of Notre Dame, I say uh, University of Notre Dame and USC. Yeah, in football. Yeah, in college football, that is. A rivalry, hated rivalry. Yeah, and I have family who I love and adore out in California. But if they mention USC to me, I want to stab them in the eye with a fork. <laughs> I, I just—I'm sorry, Stupid. but you know, it, it's just the way it is. Yeah. It, well, because like, if you if you love a team so much, there's obviously teams that you hate. Right. So, like, as a Mets fan, I wouldn't say any of the rivalries are so strong right now. What about Mets and Phillies? Yeah, Mets and Phillies, that was fun for a little bit. Do we call that battle of the basement right now? Yeah, that's it's it's like who cares right now? Really the battle of who cares? <laughs> battle of who cares. Who wow. gives a blank? Yeah, I mean that's pretty sad. But you know what? I think when you have teams like that, even though like you said, you were you mentioned UNC before could not be ranked, I think what happens is when you play each other, there's still that rivalry. Sure. Like Met fans cannot like Philly fans whatsoever. No, no. and you want if there's a team that you want to beat more than any team, it's the Phillies. You want to pound them into the ground. Right. So, right. like, I get that. It's just, I think that they're at a point right now where their records and their team affect the rivalry. Whereas something, like I said before, with UNC and Duke or the Yankees and Red Sox, no matter how good or bad those teams are, they're always going to be good games. Well, it was funny because I heard uh, Yankees announcer uh, Michael Kay, Paul O'Neill, and uh, David Cohen talking the other night about the rivalry with the Yankees and Red Sox, and they said something really telling about the rivalry that the newer kid, because the Red Sox and Yankees, if you look at their rosters for the most part, they're very young. Yes. And both rosters haven't really been around. They don't have seasoned veterans other than maybe Boston with Pedroia. And, I mean, really the Yankees are, at this point have no old guard. Right. They're all... Young new kids. for the most sure. young kids for the most part, and somebody like a Matt Holiday for the Yankees, outfielder for the Yankees, isn't really a seasoned veteran. He's just on the Yankees for his first year. Nobody has taken that old rivalry from the you know the early two thousands and and years before that 
and brought it into this next generation. Yeah. So it's very interesting. They're all kind of like, hey, how you doing today? And how you like, you know, Ben Attendee is meeting Judge for the first time. And there's no real rivalries there yet, but they're both getting better. Yeah. So it's going to be it's interesting. Gonna it's going to come to a head at some point because Mookie Betts for, you know, uh, Boston, a lot of great young guys on that team. Yeah. So uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see as the years progress with these two teams and the youth, how they develop the rivalry between And I between think it them. definitely will develop, and it's going to be something that's going to be a lot of fun for the future. Oh, absolutely. Um, other sports rivalries, really? I, I mean, again, I think my favorite growing up, even as a Cowboys fan, as a Mets fan, just I always look forward to those Brady-Manning games. You know, you know what's funny about that? I, I, I totally agree with you about Manning and uh, Brady being a, a real heated rivalry and something great for all sports fans to watch. You know who I actually hated more than, maybe not the Giants-Eagles now, but you know who I hated more than anything growing up when mm. I was watching the Cowboys? The 49ers. Yeah, because it was that same kind of thing like the Celtics and the Lakers where those two teams were the powerhouses. They would always face each other, right. so of course you hated them. I didn't want to face Joe Montana. No, why would you? I didn't want to face Joe Montana. I didn't want to face Ronnie. You Lott. don't want to cover Jerry I, Rice. No, don't... <laughs> I don't want to cover Jerry Rice. I didn't want to. I want to. You know, they had a million and one options. John yeah. Taylor. I mean, the list of you know, Roger Craig, Tom Rathman. I mean, the, those teams just. I mean, had. I mean, ridiculous talent on both sides of the ball, and I, I, I never wanted. I never wanted the Cowboys to have to play them, but when they did. It was like you just gritted your teeth. You're like, oh, I gotta play these guys again. Like, come I can't on, come stand. Come on, come on, come on. Exactly. Yeah. Just please get get by these guys. I mean, but speak. It's funny. Speaking of the 49ers, um, there's one former 49er who's been in the news uh, a lot lately. He's been in the news for the past freaking year. Well, yeah, <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't really. No, to. you really, you really couldn't get out of his way. Um, but apparently, one of the people who he's unemployed right now. But he has the 17th most popular NFL jersey in the month of May is Colin Kaepernick. So I guess it has to be the 49ers jersey. Like what other jersey would be? Right. Well, I mean, I don't think how does there that, is. But how does that work? So say you're released. Right. Well, I, you could get, you could get, I mean. You could still buy like old jerseys. Yeah. I mean, guys signs, signs with new team. His old team is still hawking his stuff. That's true. You know, I mean, so S. Our our good friend in um, New Jersey 101.5 host, Steve Trevelis. Steve Trevelis waits till they get cut, and then he goes and buys the jersey because he's cheap. <laughs> Such a steep move. <laughs> um, the whole thing with Kaepernick is very interesting to me. Um, the, just the whole kneeling down thing, um, I do think that that's having an effect on his job right now. I, I think the, the decision that Kaepernick made, um, I don't think he saw what the long-term ramifications would be in his career because now that his contract is up and he's a free agent, nobody, and I mean, no, he is persona non grata. Now, does that surprise you? Like, does it surprise you that he doesn't have a job right now? Yes, because, because of the I talent. Look, I'm not talking about the personality. Lack the, I, well, lack or thereof. lack thereof sure. in the rest of the NFL. Sure. I mean, there is so much parity at the quarterback position in the NFL. You've you have teams. I mean, look at the NFL draft. Yeah. They, they, they were like stumbling over each other trying to get to These the quarterbacks guys. they need. Yeah. And I look at a team. You don't have to look much further than our our market right now. The New York Jets. Yeah. You're telling me that the New York Jets could use Colin Kaepernick. They definitely and give it and roll the dice on him, but this, you know, the political stance he took is going to have long term ramifications. Yeah, and I think that a lot, at least with me, the whole thing didn't really bother me 
until he went and said that he didn't vote. That's Which what baffled me. That's what really got me. I was like, you're you're making all these stance, and then you have the your one civil duty is to vote. Right. And, and it, you didn't do it. Right. And you want to make change, but then you didn't want to vote. It makes no sense. So and how, it, it's it's selfish, frankly. I, I don't know. I I mean he I mean, listen, you couldn't throw two feet without seeing something every day uh, about Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. About his stance, about his position, about kneeling during the anthem, about the and now it's almost like he's surprised. Yeah. I do be. I think it do I think it's fair? No. Do I think every team doesn't want that publicity that's gonna come along with them at that circus? Yes. And that's kind of interesting to me too, because there are a lot of like worse people out there in I the mean, NFL. Listen, if you want to run down some of the backup quarterbacks alone. Yeah. Well it, he I, I don't think he would have a, a I think with his talent or lack thereof, like we said before, I don't think he would have a starting job in the NFL yet. But he needs a, a, a job. He needs a home. He he needs a job. I agree. Because there are quarterbacks in the National League Football League right now. If you looked up rosters and you looked, there's definitely somewhere Colin Kaepernick should be. He was with the Seattle Seahawks last week. Right. I'm looking up who they try, who they signed instead of him. Yeah. Ridiculous. They signed... um. Exactly. That's my point right there. The you other, just made Bl- my was point. Was it Blaine Gabbert? Was it the other 40? No. Austin Davis. Right. Again, yeah. but how long did it take us to figure out who they signed instead right. of him? Yeah, that's true. You, we just made a, uh, the point. People are getting signed. The, the fact that Christian Hackenberg has a job, a backup quarterback job with the Jets Over before Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah. Geno Smith got a job with the Giants. He did nothing for four years with the Jets. He's got a backup job. I forgot that he signed with the Giants. <laughs> Yeah, the whole NFL's backwards, man. Like, I mean, you've got I, people. You've got people who are, you know, drinking and driving, and to me, and like domestic violence and stuff. And to me, that's all a lot worse than what Colin Kaepernick I, I has been doing. I don't agree with what Colin Kaepernick originally did. I don't. I guess my patriotism comes out. I don't agree with what he did. Do I think it was enough to not get him another NFL job? No. Compared to a Ray Rice, compared to um, Greg Hardy Gr- or exactly. Michael Floyd, all these people who take are, your pick. Yeah. It, there's there's a field littered with players. You could probably make up an entire team of players <laughs> somehow <laughs> that have arrested. who that have been arrested or in some kind of sh- off the field shenanigans. Yeah. Sounds like the 2013 Cowboys, to be honest. We okay. had I, I believe they were called the Dallas Cowboys. But, but I get exactly what you're saying. It's just that, not fair. That Kaepernick did nothing that wrong to necessitate that he never plays again or he never gets another opportunity. Even if, all right, maybe he doesn't get a starting job right off the bat. Yeah. But he deserves a shot. I think He so deserves too. to be somebody's backup. Yeah, right. Like, I don't think he's, there's 32 teams in the NFL. I don't think he... Is no the thirty third best or the thirty second? No, that's what they, that. it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. The fact that all these guys get second, third. I mean, look at the entire Cincinnati Bengals. For God's sake, there's there's not one player on that team, maybe other than Andy Dalton and AJ McCarron, the quarterbacks, that haven't been in some kind of new at some point. Yeah, and then you're gonna you're gonna sign somebody who may have you know hit his wife instead of a guy who just took a knee, who took a stance. Yeah. I, whether I mean, you agree to, and whether exactly. you agree with the stance is one thing, but I think stuff like domestic violence and drinking and driving, I think that stuff is just you know 
BS. It's it's absolutely. It, if I no. was a, if I was a sports owner and some and especially with the NFL where you know you have a service that you can call at any given time, which blows my mind. And by people the way. are still drinking and How? driving. You should not be on a team. But that shows the thinking of an NFL player. Some NFL players. Some pro, all right. Let me even take it further. Of a pro sports athlete that thinks they are so above everybody else that. They don't need somebody to call and pick them up that they're going to do it themselves and that nothing's ever going to happen to them. Yeah. You want to take the risk on that guy versus a guy who just, granted, again, we don't agree with what he did, but he didn't do anything so tragically wrong. He didn't wrong. hurt anybody or himself. No. The only person he did hurt, well, sadly, yeah, was, of, him, was Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Because it's, he is hurting himself right now, but... He didn't hurt anybody to the point where all the owners go, I'm never taking a... uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But... I mean, I'm not taking a I'm not taking a chance on 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 him because what what he did was so horrific. It wasn't. Yeah. It was not not to even get a backup job. Yeah, I it's mean, kind of mind boggling. I mean, the fact that the Jets were going to go out before they signed um, Hackenberg. No, uh, Hackenberg was the draft pick. Um, Mike Lennon, right from Tampa Bay. They were looking at Jay Cutler. You telling me I you wouldn't have given a hard look at Kaepernick before Cutler? Yeah. I, I just it baffles me yeah. that they that you you have a guy here who's definitely got the talent. We're not sure really where his head's at, but he's got the talent to be an NFL caliber player. I mean, the first year he came on, I remember when he came on, people were like, "Whoa, who is this guy?" I, he just set he I tore mean, the scene up. Right, he tore it up. I mean, went to a Super Bowl, and now he's out of a job. Yeah. Like, do you, that's how do you fickle think, it is. Do you think it's because? Do you think part of the reason that he doesn't have a job is because defenses have learned to defend him? So guys like Cam Newton and Russell Wilson, they haven't, you know, people still can't stop them, even if they try. But Kaepernick, I feel like, towards the last, you know, year and a half or so, he really didn't produce anything. I think Kaepernick failed to make adjustments where right. guys grow right. and and, you know, adjust to the league, adjusting to them. Yeah. I don't think Kaepernick made the necessary adjustments. I think he thought his game was just all world and he was going to play his game and it was just, everybody was going to be, he was going to be fine. Like yeah. His game was going to be able to adjust normally and it didn't. Yeah. I don't think he put the work into it. But, you know, again, he still, to me, deserves to be a backup quarterback, if nothing else. And I do think that come training camp, and maybe before the regular season, maybe it takes a little bit, but I do think that he will have a job. After a couple injuries, right? he's going to be looking like a real nice like, option I, I to do some think, team. Yeah, like, I think it's even at the point where he might be starting a game next year, even though he doesn't have a team right now, just because injuries, because of uncertainties with some of these quarterbacks and stuff like that. Well, here's the crazy thing. I, you know, I brought up the story that started all this, that Kaepernick had the 17th most popular NFL jersey. Look who he outsells right now for May. Russell Wilson from Seahawks, very popular quarterback in the NFL. You mentioned Cam Newton from Carolina and New Orleans Saints Drew Brees. That's insane. Think about that. And he doesn't have a job. And he doesn't have a job. <laughs> it's so crazy. I give up. Everything's backwards, man. Um, that's about going to wrap it up for this episode of the New Jersey Guys podcast. You can stream it on our website as well as on the NJ1015 app. It is also available to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. For Chris Wendelman, I'm Dan Tantillo. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.